there's two ways everyone listening to your show has two kinds of motivation in their life right we're all a mixture of both so imagine if you play the piano in the morning because you love playing the piano it gives you joy right that would be what's called an intrinsic reason to play the piano right you're not doing it to get anything out of it that's just that's the thing you love right sounds like jujitsu was like that for you writing is like that for me everyone will have something in their life that just gives them joy as they do it right okay now imagine you played the piano not I don't know, not because you love it, but because your parents are massively pressuring you, it's their dream for you. Or in a dive bar that you can't stand to pay the rent or to impress a woman, right? That would be what's called an extrinsic reason to play the piano, right? You're not doing it because that thing gives you joy. You're doing it to get something further down the line, right? Now, obviously, we're all a mixture of both. But Professor Casser showed a couple of really interesting things. Firstly, the more you are driven by extrinsic values, the more your intrinsic values are starved, the more likely you are to become depressed and anxious by quite significant amount. He also showed as a culture, as a society, we have become much more driven by these junk values, right? Mm. We've become much more driven by, think about how Instagram makes you feel, Sure, right? We've become much more driven by this hollow external sense of, think about something simple as, I was, a little while ago, uh, I was at Elton John's last night in Caesar's Palace, right? Amazing thing to be at. And about half the fucking room is is filming it on the isn't even looking at Elton John. They're just watching it through their phone. Now that's a small example, but you can see what they're doing. In order to display their life to invite envy from other people, they are not living their life. No one wants to watch your shitty video of Elton John. There's a, a hundred, uh, there's thousands of, inf- uh, of videos of Elton John that are much better than yours, right? Why are you doing that? You're never going to watch it either. You're doing it to say to other people, envy me, right? It doesn't make you feel good in that room actually makes you feel worse you're not enjoying the experience and it makes them feel like shit because it makes you're you're trying to invite envy in your friends that's a small example of a much wider thing of the kind of junk values that have taken our minds professor casser has shown those two sets of solutions to these junk values taking over our minds one is it's like fucking air pollution you know get the messaging out of your head more 18 month old children know what the mcdonald's m means than know their own surname their own last name right? Um, from the moment, as Professor Kasser put it to me, from the moment we're born, we're immersed in a machine that is designed to get us to neglect what is important about life, right? None of your listeners will lie on their deathbeds and think about all the shit they bought and all the likes they got on Instagram. They'll think about moments of meaning and connection. That's like a banal, obvious thing. But we're constantly pushed to not think in those terms to think about show it off buy spend right these junk values have taken over our minds so part of the solution is just fucking get rid of most of this advertising well this is the second part and you've gone to what i think was the most important part of the research professor Casa did so he was working with a guy called nathan dungan and nathan is a who i interviewed nathan is a um financial advisor in minneapolis and his job was to work with uh adults who were having trouble budgeting and explain budgeting to them and help them do it, right? And he gets a call from a school. It was a kind of middle-class school. It wasn't super rich, it wasn't poor. It was a middle-class uh, where they're having a problem. That The kids at this school were becoming obsessed with getting like the latest Nike sneakers or the latest iPhone or whatever it was. And if their parents couldn't afford it, the kids were really freaking out, right? So they say to Nathan, would you come in and just explain budgeting to these kids, right? So Nathan goes in, he tries to explain budgeting and quickly realizes these kids don't give a shit about budgeting, right? There's something else going on here. They are so obsessed with getting these things. So with Professor Kasser, he designs this program that led to a really interesting uh, breakthrough. It's something people can try at home, right? You don't have to do it in this context. So 
they got, and you can do it just as adults, but they did it with uh, parents and their teenagers, right? They come in, it was once every couple of weeks for I think four months. And at first they just say, the first meeting they had, they just said, write a list of everything you have got to have. They didn't define that, right? And people, of course, say like a home, a car, whatever. But quite quickly, people would say Nike sneakers. The parents would name expensive things. And they go, okay, tell me how you would feel if you got these Nike sneakers, right? And very rarely, I don't think any of them were like basketball players where it was like, I need the jump or whatever, if that's the right phrase. Um, it was very often, I would be, almost immediately, it's, I'd be accepted by the group. People would envy mm, me, right? Yeah. These, these insights are just beneath the surface, right? They go, who put that idea in your head? Where did you get that idea? And of course, everyone thinks they're smarter than the ad, but giving people the ability just to see how hollow those junk values were, that was the first part. Second part was much more interesting and took longer. Then they would have in future sessions, they'd say, well, okay, given that's not actually made you feel better, what are moments in your life when you have felt satisfied, happy, in a flow state? What are things that are meaningful to you? People, you know, a whole range of things, playing sports, uh, playing music, uh, reading, whatever it was, right? And they say, okay, how could we build more of that into your life and less of these junk values? How could you do more of this every week? And just meeting, we don't have these conversations in our culture very often, just meeting once every couple of weeks and checking in with each other and going, actually, I managed to play guitar for an hour every day. 